What is going on, my friends? My name is Parker Andres, DJ of 10 years and host of Behind the Energy Podcast. I've been able to meet some pretty awesome people along the way, and we're bringing them on here to go behind the energy, sharing their stories, lessons learned, and shine light on some of their major milestones. If you're into DJing, the event industry, or entrepreneurship, I think you'll dig the show. I really appreciate you being here with me. Now that we've set the table, it's time to jump right in and get started with today's episode. Welcome back to Behind the Energy Podcast. This is episode 43. I got that one right this time. Um, If you're on YouTube, thank you so much for being here with us. If you have subscribed on YouTube and you're on YouTube right now, muchas gracias. Um, I'm sitting here... If you're listening, I'm sitting here with DJ Dev, a.k.a. Devin Lesh, the one and only DJ Devil. What's up, baby? What's up, man? How are you doing today? I'm great, bro. I had a, I think got a 12-mile run in. Dude, I actually saw that on your story. He had the goo and everything. I knew something was going down. Got the goo. Um, I'm going to hurt tomorrow, but uh, we're we're training. You know what that's like. Yeah, I know what it's like. Oh, man, I don't, I don't necessarily enjoy it. But Wait, you, know you don't what? you don't you don't run at all because you enjoy it. I just so I don't really like running in general. I just did it because my brother in law invited me, and I was like, you know what? I just want to say I ran a half marathon, so I was training for it. But you're gonna do another one. I'll do another one because I want to get my time down. Yeah. I want to get like two and a half hours. Yeah, like you, yeah, that's like average, but I, that's what I want to get. You're you're gonna get hooked, and you'll actually start liking it. <laughs> okay. This is not a running podcast. It's a DJ and entrepreneurship podcast, um, but we share a mutual interest in running. So sorry about that. Uh, welcome to the show. We're going to kick things off. But first, I got to preface, DJ Dev's the man. He's been here uh, on the show before. Matter of fact, he was episode two. So I should have switched you in Austin. Uh, so then you could have been 42. Um, but anyways... In episode two of Behind the Energy podcast many moons ago, uh, we introduced Dev and walked through his story as a DJ um, for the sake of time because I got so many juicy questions for you. And then um, just not to reiterate things, we're we're not going to um, go through all that stuff again. Uh, if you'd like to go check out episode number two, uh, that's when we introduced DJ Dev, how our friendship kicked off and like the good old days of partying and when, when we could play an hour of EDM at, at high school dances. Austin and I were just talking about that. You remember you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know exactly okay. what you're talking about and get away with it. Well, we thought we could get away with it, but... <laughs> For the most part. Yes. <laughs> um, and actually, I'm just going to drop a little bomb. If you go back and listen, you can find out what and who DJ Devil is. I'm not going to say anymore. <laughs> it's a... It's a mystery. DJ Devil. DJ Devil. Just D-E-V-L. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, ladies and gentlemen, Devin, DJ Devil, has been through a uh, a journey in your DJ career. Yeah. A, big, a lot of journeying, a lot of twists and turns. Mm-hmm. And it's... It's been a, it's been a fun ride, a lot of ups. Like, but with every journey, there's a lot of ups and downs. You get a flat tire, you have to go over, pull over, change that, grab some gas. You know how it is. But mm-hmm. um, as long as we get to that destination, that's all that matters. That's at least how I like to view it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh gosh, 
This is a question I was going to ask, not till later. I'm going to ask it now. If you could be anywhere, if you could define your destination as a DJ, any kind of DJ on the world right now, what would that look like? Any kind of DJ? Any kind of DJ, any kind of show, any kind of festival, any kind of radio station, any kind of competition, any kind of venue. What would that look like for you? All right, we're going to take a little dive into my old uh, high school 12-year-old brain here. The Tweekas? The Tweekas. <laughs> <laughs> so if I, like, the biggest uh, influence in my life was uh, with DJing is when I got introduced to EDM, uh, hard style to be exact. We kind of talked about that in the last episode. Um, if I really honestly had to go back, I would want to perform at, like, one of those hard style festivals like Defcon One, uh, Climax. I don't know if like they're very big in like Europe and Australia, mm-hmm. and because I love hard style, especially and it's coming back, so I'm like all up for that. But if I couldn't do something like that, I'd rather uh, like perform at like say like Tomorrowland because that's when I first got that's when I got really introduced to like the house music, the traditional festival vibes, and I first actually watched a live show because I was on YouTube and I saw this little recommended video and it's like, Dimitri Vegas, like my 2012 live set. And I'm like, I don't know what the heck that is, but I like hard style and it looks like hard style. So I watched it Hmm. and my mind was blown. So if I could go anywhere and I could perform anywhere, it would be like a Tomorrowland kind of era. So it's like, it's like the EDC of like, of Europe. And playing at that top level. Yes. Like, like want to be playing shows and festivals at that top level. Yes. And that. traveling the world. Yeah, and traveling the world. That was actually a big uh, reason. I, I just wanted to travel. I want to be a traveling DJ, whether that be performing at clubs or uh, even doing weddings. Just give me any kind of opportunity to go out there and to see the world. I was all for it. And I don't know if I told you this. I kind of mentioned a little bit. Yeah, uh, I was wanting to become a pilot. And that was an mm-hmm. excuse for me just so I can travel the world. Like, mm. that's, uh, that's honestly the biggest reason. Because I want to see the world. I want to get out there. Because I know that there's more to this world besides Utah. And I've already Wait, traveled a little bit. I know, right? Sorry. A little, our little bubble here. Sorry. And I want to make it a bigger bubble. <laughs> And you're moving to go to a smaller bubble. <laughs> yeah, I'm moving to go to a smaller bubble. The irony. Sorry, Devin. I, no, no, I'm you're fine. I, uh, it makes sense now the way you describe that. Yeah. Yeah. But I just, I want to see the world. That's why I wanted my DJing to take me. Um, but I realized what my weaknesses were. My weaknesses were I'm not very good at music theory or music production, hmm. either because I don't have the talent for it. Or I don't have the patience. I'm still trying to work those two out. Hmm. But I know that they're definitely lacking in both of those two stages. Hmm. Like, I don't have the talent because I was never able to play an instrument. Like, a lot of our good friends, like Austin, he's very musically inclined. Nick is very musically inclined. As for me, like, I just like listening to it, but I can never really grasp uh, the talent and the... Yeah, just the talent of just being able to play, listen to something, be able to sit down and take the time to play an instrument. Hmm. That's why I kind of picked up DJing because it was like kind of cut, taking off that that step of learning chords and learn how to use your fingers. But instead, you just click play. Like <laughs> as DJs, we click play, well, but you, get to add a little flair to it. And your your intuition and um, reading the crowd is very much a big part of being a DJ. Unless unless you're a world famous DJ that has a bunch of hits and like whatever you play, even if it's a terrible transition, they're gonna love it. That's a side note. Um, mm-hmm. 
what what's a skill that you believe you're really good at different from D, aside from DJing? This, aside from DJing, uh, I'm actually glad he brought that up because it kind of plays into DJing why I wanted to pursue DJing and found out I was really good at it. It's, it is what people, what people say is you're really good at reading the crowd, but that would be kind of sense of like a, like a discernment or empathy, being able to empathize with someone, being able to discern with the people's needs. And that's also why I went into the field that I kind of went into, like customer service, things of that nature, because I'm able to connect really well with people. Similar to what you studied? Yes. And I actually studied psychology. So yeah. that's why I really loved it and mm-hmm. just able to work with people. But I don't want to work on the mental health side of things, but like not bagging mental health because it's a real thing. Wait, but what? No. <laughs> not bagging it, but yeah. it just wasn't for me. I couldn't help out people in that way. And whoever does that, it's like they take a very special uh, soul and character. Mm-hmm. But I just have a way of just figuring that out through just through my time living and through experiences, uh, I have a way of connecting with people uh, and getting onto their level. And that's played into my DJing when it comes to reading crowd, playing music at the right time. And at the end of it all, having satisfied customers and yeah, clients. I was, I was just going to add on even, you know, even, you know, the clients you work with too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dev, I'm going to kind of transition the conversation a little bit. Okay. Um, jumping back to our initial point, of you know your journeys your journeys uh grown and adapted and pivoted along the way um djing and personally mine has is, is as well we talked about it in our first episode together um just how our visions were different mm-hmm. um i i want to i want to hear a little bit more about your perspective in terms of this topic i uh, i think it's totally chill to share like when i got uh dev and argus on here i was like Yo, what do you, what do you, what do you guys want to talk about? What are you, what are you interested in? What are you excited about? What, um, what do you want to maybe even share with others? And so, um, this topic, uh, is one that Dev brought up and, uh, Dev, I'd like to, you know, kind of turn it over to you a little bit more in terms of, you know, being flexible and being adaptive and, and, uh, adjusting to, the circumstances that even though you were not intending to to have um, or or face and and make the most of it and finding new opportunities, can you can you kind of take the time and, and elaborate a little bit more on what you wanted to to share there and a little bit more about your story? Yeah, so like honest, like I'm still in the middle of my journey, still trying to figure things out as is, and the reason why I wanted to kind of speak on this one because I feel like there's a lot yeah. of people. Uh, people within our age group and our community who have this like false stigma or this false picture in their mind saying that you need to be like, you have to be at this point. If you're at this point in this life, you have to be, uh, you have to be married. You have to have a house. You have to have a dog or you have to have like the white picket fence, kind of like the check mark, Mm -hmm. like check mark of these life milestones. Like, Hey, did you graduate college? Okay. Now do you have a career? Check that off. And like I was I'm, honestly, I was in that loop for a very long time, and I'm still I'm still kind of in it. And like, it's nothing wrong with it. it. Like it's a formula that has worked for many generations. But what they don't talk about are the little uh, side tracks or the speed bumps along that path that get it to there. Because all you see and what people post on social media is, oh, we just got married. Oh, we just got a dog. Holy crap, guys! We just bought a house. 
we just, like they just highlight the the big things that people are doing in their life and when we view it in social media we're like holy like man what am i doing in my life i'm stuck at in my in-laws basement working a full-time job and going to school but they're off going on vacations buying things and doing all these things and living this glamorous lifestyle and uh, and from our perspective and it becomes very it will weigh it kind of weighs you down a lot because you're like what am i doing wrong i thought i'm following the checklist that everyone said that they were supposed to mm-hmm. why am i not in that in that in that stage of my life mm-hmm. and so i did a lot of self-reflecting and uh and I do go to therapy and I recommend people like, even if there's nothing wrong with you, go to therapy. It's like, it's nice to get a professional perspective and to get another view in people's lives. And I mentioned this to my therapist, like, mm-hmm. I was like, this kind of sucks because all my friends, they're doing these things and I'm here. I feel like I'm doing all these things, but I'm not at that stage. And what really opened up my eyes and saying like, okay, well, you also have to remember that that you don't see what's going on on the behind the scenes for what they're going through. Mm-hmm. They could have, uh, like, they could have had like weeks or days of sleepless nights studying for an exam to get that grade, or they could have uh, been penny pinching this entire time to save for that down payment for the house. Or there could be family issues that could be going on or opportunities that like you were unaware of that they happen to fall into kind of like the, my house opportunity. Now that I got, it kind of fell into uh, mine and my wife's life. And, but no one's going to, no one knows that. And so I just want to kind of just like open up and just be like, okay, like everyone has their journey. Everyone has their own way of having to get from point A to point B but don't be afraid of the little speed bumps, the little hiccups and the little things that might set you back a little bit. Cause that's just life. That's all part of the learning experience. And I just want to let people like, just let people know, like it's okay to not be at this point of your life. If you're in twenties, if you're 25 and not married or whatever, or if you don't have a house or you don't have your college degree yet, we still have so much more time ahead of us. And that's why I always have to try to keep, keep reminding myself like, okay, there are people out there who started a company when they were 40, 50 years old, and then it finally took off. Mm-hmm. Jeff Bezos is a great example, but he had to work for a hedge fund. He had to do all these things to build his uh, career up before he even started uh, Amazon to begin with. And it didn't even do well at first. So it's just like kind of this thoughts of these people in our mind, like we just look at the end product, but we never look at the little side quests as what people are saying now, the side quests that they had to take to get to that point, you know? Can you give me an example of a road bump or a previous side quest that you experienced specifically related to DJing? Okay. Whether that be within your business, Dev Entertainment or Team Alive, that maybe you were hesitant about at first or you're like, oh, damn, like, why am I experiencing, why am I in this position? But then it turned out to be a great, great, great experience for you, maybe a learning lesson or a life-changing experience. Uh, yeah. So I, I, uh-huh. I, I love and appreciate and, and like, I, as a friend, like, I love hearing that you've made growth specifically uh, in progress in terms of like that perspective of the big events to, you know, it's okay to not be okay and be mm-hmm. in the position you're in. Um, I want to, I want to narrow in a little bit more in terms of your experience as a DJ and an entrepreneur um, to highlight on maybe 
one of those road bumps or two that actually turned out to be an awesome experience for you, Dev? Yeah, uh, I would honestly say just the fact that, like, I have, like, I work, working with you has been a great opportunity, and, but I've always wanted to start my own company, and so I did start my own company, but that's when, like, the comparing starts happens. Like, what am I doing in my company that is not excelling compared to your company or, let's say, another company, DJ company within here? Hmm. And so... I took a step back and started just, I guess, just working with other DJs in general. Like I did it's not something I really wanted to, especially being like a stage tech or something, mm-hmm. uh, doing those small little, I guess, grunt work, whatever you want to call it. Like no one wanted to do, I didn't really want to do it, but I took that opportunity to learn from the people who knew exactly, who knew exactly what they're doing and why, and talk with them, kind of pick their brains of like why they were successful. But it didn't come the first day I helped out uh, cl- break down a stage or something like that. It took multiple times of going to the going to an event, helping break down a stage, or taking an event that is not as desirable as the events that I would want to take. And but using those opportunities to to look on the inside, kind of figure out what is actually going on behind the scenes of what they are doing. And how I can use those things to better myself in my company and DJing. But and that's what I, a big thing that's really that's helped me out the most is just taking the small things, showing value to these people. They're like, hey, I'm willing to work. I'm willing to learn. And then building their trust. And then with that trust comes uh, just like knowledge a and lessons pool of opportunity. Yeah. And amazing opportunities. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like, but I don't want to do it, but you also have to go in with the right mindset. You don't want to go in there and be like, okay, I'm trying to get all of the small details so I can build my business stronger than yours and kick you out. Cause then that's just going mm-hmm. out the wrong way. You have to do it in a way of like, okay, if you throw me a bone, I'll throw you a bone and we help each build each other up instead of, okay, I know what you're doing. I'm going to take all your ideas, put it into my company and say, I came up with the idea hmm. because I think that's just not the right way to do it. But if you do it in a way where both of you guys will uh, build each other up and you build trust with each other, then that's, then in the end, like both of you win and hmm. yeah. Um, Dev, I want to I want to jump back to the topic or the point in, that you mentioned in terms of like comparing. Um, I want to hear from your perspective the difference between or how you manage the line of comparing and it's hurtful to towards you, someone else, or the business, a business, whatever it may be, and then also comparing um, or or like like looking up to this person this person is a is a mentor of mine or this person is an inspiration of mine how do you kind of manage that that uh double double edged blade if you will am i making sense no no yeah that makes okay. a lot of sense okay. and um i would say the bi- first thing like with me was first i need to build humility and drop my pride cuz mm-hmm. that's when cuz that's when you start really comparing yourself to people cuz when you look you're always looking in on yourself like, oh man, it's either, it can either be good or bad. Like, oh, I'm such a good DJ. And you go to a club like, man, if I, if that DJ only did this one thing, or if I was up there, I would have done this better. <laughs> and that's like a, that's a rough thing. It's a pride thing, but also on the flip side, 
instead of like, oh, a low self-esteem and a pride thing. Like, oh man, I can't ever get to that level because this guy had all the advantages compared to me. He had all the, he had more money than me. He uh, was born with these talents. Uh, He didn't have to work for this. And so that's a lot of things. You have to, it's all this mental talk and you have to drop that pride and don't compare yourself that way. And then when you find that, and then on the flip side of the double-edged sword of uh, how you, instead of like you look up to them and uh, how you can view them more as a mentor is you just got to get to know them on a personal level, honestly, because <laughs> there's a lot of people I've viewed. I'm like, man, you're kind of a jerk. You're mm-hmm. like, you look like a douche. Like I see you on social media, you're always flaunting all these things. Like, why would I ever want to be with you or things like that? But then I had to take take a step back and like, hey, but why are people flaunting towards that person or flocking towards that person? Why does he have X amount of views? What is he doing that is different? And then you get to know them personally and speak with them. And I've seen this on multiple occasions where I've actually got to speak with the person. I find out, wow, they came from a, like a bad back, a bad background, or they didn't have that talent that I thought that they did. It was, wow, like it could be a person like, oh, I thought you had all this musical talent, but it turns out you practice four or five hours a day and you don't have perfect pitch. You've never picked a touch an instrument in your life. Hmm. And it's just really, it's a really humbling experience because it's a really humbling experience towards yourself. And it, it's like the Eminem song and take walk a mile in my shoes kind of thing. Oh, that's such a good song. I, yeah. I listened to that, like bumped it for the first time in years. And I'm like, dude. Yeah. It, it, it different sorry like no no <laughs> being serious man i'm like wow yeah i didn't realize what was going on here uh when i listened to it when i was in sixth seventh grade <laughs> right um a big takeaway i got out of that was was hum- humility and that self-talk um and then uh getting to know someone on a deeper level one thing that uh was constantly said in my time at sig is you know if you don't if you don't like someone you don't know them you don't know them well enough you need to get to know them no more. Um, Love that. Another specific uh, question I want to ask you. Mm-hmm. Can you think of a clear moment at an event when you were DJing, when you had to flip the script of, script of your mental talk? So something's going on in your head. Mm-hmm. It's holding you back. Or you're not, allowed to, you're, you're not able to do your very best. You're not able to perform or execute at the very best levels in which you are capable of mm-hmm. and you recognized it and you flipped that conversation. Can you think of something like that? <laughs> yeah. And it's funny cause it's the time when you came to, I guess, shadow me at a wedding. And it was one of those moments, like I knew I was good at these certain things, but it was different having your quote unquote boss. Was it summer 20? 20- <laughs> it was in the summer. Yeah, it was... was, 21? Yeah, summer of... It would have been 21, I believe. Hmm. And it was was weird because like I was totally fine the entire day and then you showed up and that's like right when the dancing started. Yeah, I I, know the event, bro. Yeah, no, no. And it's the thing, it's not your fault. It was just my self-talk. It was like, oh, crap. This uh, guy that I know is... Like it's, it's a good friend of mine, but I know he knows his stuff and I know he's going to nitpick me or do these little things like, oh, if I was doing this wedding, like that's the my mental thought. Like yeah. if he was doing this wedding, yeah. he would have done this better. I know he's judging me and thinking me because 
I've done that at weddings when I haven't DJ and I'm like, oh, well, if I was there, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, yeah. And so, but then as the dancing kind of went on, I wasn't doing my greatest. And then I think, I don't know if you told me something or it was just me, but you're just like, something just clicked in my mind. Just like, I know what I'm doing. I'm good at what I do. I need to just stop letting this little mental beast or this mental nightmare hold me back from my full potential. And like, there's always that saying that the humans only use like 20% of their brain or something like that. And then if you unlock the other, like was like 80%, you become a superhuman. Well, I felt like a superhuman at that moment. <laughs> Cause I was like, I know what, I know what I need to do. I know what songs go well together. I know how to mix. And I just kind of pushed you out of my mind. Like I just imagined you were just another guest. And wow. from then on it, it's been very good. It's very confident. And it's, I helped out my self-esteem from there on out. Can you pinpoint down what was the catalyst? The catalyst of like, like did did someone say something to you? Was it a particular song? Did you literally create a new thought in your head to flip uh, the script? Honestly, it was it had to be my own thought, my own mental game. I think it was after I played a slow song and then I kind of like had a calm myself down, mm. get into my mind, but like, hey, what are you doing, Devin? You know exactly what you're doing, but straight. you're but you're not doing it. Just do it. And then I just kind of went off from there. And it's I've been trying to ride that wave mm. uh this entire time going into twenty twenty two and hopefully into the future. That kind of energy. Oh my God. <laughs> what a <laughs> do you do you recognize what he's saying, Nick? Like I came I, I had a, an event cancel. And uh, Devin was booked with a live and I came to shadow just like spend time with him and see if I can, you know, provide some, some form of constructive feedback or whatever. Uh, and obviously my intentions were not to throw off your game and like, we can have a separate open conversation another day. Uh-huh. Not like, Hey, don't do this. I, I hope I don't give off that vibe. Um, but uh, <laughs> I love that. I love that. That was the example that you brought up. Um, there have been a few moments in my life where, like, you literally recreated a new thought to to flip flip your your perspective, your uh, your attitude, your energy towards something, um, so you can, you know, perform or do or engage at at a higher, better level for yourself and for everyone. So, um, I think the ability to do that. To notice that notice when you're in a position in which you can benefit from that and to be able to do that is huge. Um, so I'm, I'm glad we went there. I wasn't planning on going there. Uh, matter of fact, I think we've touched one of like, or two of like five bullets of where I wanted to go in the conversation. <laughs> um, but we are just about up on time. I've enjoyed where we're going. Um, I did want to throw out there that almost a year ago when we recorded uh, our episode together. Mm-hmm. It's, it's getting close to a year. Because uh, we started recording in the summer. It's the third week in May right now. Mm-hmm. Um, released in August. You asked me a question about having, you know, throwing some form of party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. You, 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 you've been like, he's like, yeah, is there a way we can gauge the... I listened to our episode at least seven times now. <laughs> Uh, it's fun for me. Um, 
And like we talked a lot about the beginning days in DJing, but you asked me a question about that and I kind of told you a little bit about what I was thinking about. And it's about to happen. We're having the 10 year. This is going to come out. This episode is going to come out, I think, a week after the 10, the Monday after the 10 year. Um, and so it's just, it's just funny how, how, how things are panning out. So <laughs> I love it. I love um, that. Devin, uh, before we, before we wrap up, my man, is there, uh, uh, anything else you want to share um, in terms of your experience uh, as a DJ owning your own company, working with a live um, that may benefit uh, another DJ or another entrepreneur? Or um, last time I opened it up for you to drill me with a question. Um, mm. Is there anything else you want to end with, man? Ooh, I'm trying to think off the cuff. <laughs> well, I- I guess just to reiterate like what we've been talking about, like like if you have a desire to do something and you like and you really want to try it, just go ahead and try it. Just do it. It's not gonna hurt you. Like that's the one thing I don't want people to this or what I don't want to do and I don't want people to do is like look back on their life and think, Man, I wish I would have done that or I wish I made some time to do this. Because I, one of my psychology reports in college was, what were uh, some of the regrets of dying people? And a lot of it was, I wish I spent more time with my significant other or family. And uh, I wish I would have done more things, more adventurous things on the fly. And whether that be becoming a DJ or trying something new like skydiving or just things along those lines. Just go for it. You have the time. You can make time for something that you, if you really want, if you really want it. So that's what I, that's my thing. If you're thinking about DJing, pull the trigger, give it a shot. There's free software you can download. It's called virtual DJ. Virtual DJ. I don't care what people yeah. software use. Like just give it a shot. You yeah. never know. Hmm. I got the chills hearing you share that uh <laughs> just brought me back to another sigma chi experience i had but uh i think that's a very appropriate spot to end on dev uh you're active on social media whip it up mixes uh where can the listeners the viewers go to check you out brother oh yeah so on instagram it'll be at underscore dev dj dev dj underscore and then on my tiktok it's underscore dj dev underscore mm-hmm. so as dj dev was taken on instagram so mm-hmm. but yeah i post mixes on there i also do tiktok lives on there uh great to stop by and check out and i appreciate it what about uh the uh, soundcloud though brother oh yeah every once in a while i'll i try to drop at least one soundcloud mix a month uh that my soundcloud is just dj dev at dj dev same thing mm-hmm. tr- try to keep it very simple and out there so Go check it out. I drop a lot of heavy bangers. DJ Dev, DJ Devil, a lot has happened over the years, brother. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of dope just seeing you sit on this couch and we're season three of the freaking podcast, man. I know, it's wild. Are our vibes a little different from the first time to now? Oh yeah, a little bit different. It's more professional, but in more structured. Like, like this is or? Oh no, yeah, oh, this whole, the physical? Uh, uh, the physical, everything about it. I love the vibes. It's very structured and like, but it was still like, I'm comfortable. That's what I love it. Good, it's good. Good. Uh, if if you're only listening, not watching, he's got a sick mustache over here, bro. <laughs> DJ Dev's in the house, aka DJ Devil. Uh, 
party people, this has been another episode of Behind the Energy Podcast, where we go behind the energy of DJ Dev and all the good stuff that's going on in his life. We will catch you next week on all streaming platforms and on YouTube uh, for episode 44 of Behind the Energy Podcast. Peace out. That is a wrap. Thank you for listening and going behind the energy with me. If you loved it, thumbs up it. You can follow me on social media at Parker Andres and check us all out at bringingtheenergy.com. As for now, we are signing off and I'll catch you next week for another episode. Peace.